going on, everybody? Uh, this is James Beber, and this is the Narrow Path Podcast. And this is going to be my first episode. Um, I have a mic, but I didn't plug it in this time. I'm literally talking through my phone, so bear with me on this first episode. I'm still learning how this thing works, but I was kind of deciding what I wanted to do for my first episode, and I wanted to kind of just tell you guys about my life and how I grew up, where I grew up, and also, um, you know, where God has taken me now. And this is a podcast where we are going to talk about what's going on in this world, and we are going to talk about um, what God, how God sees this world, and what is what the future holds for us as humanity and as people. And um, I also wanted to talk to you guys about why I wanted to start a podcast. So let's start from the beginning. I grew up in Salina, Kansas. I was four pounds, four ounces. I, I was born on December 21st, 1993. I grew up in a Christian home. My grandpa was the pastor of the church that I grew up in called Ray Avenue Baptist Church. That was a very, very significant uh, and big part of my life was that church that gave me the foundation that I have today. And um, I, my mom was a very, very uh, godly woman. She, she still is. And uh, my whole family was very musical. Um, and my parents did divorce when I was five years old. And now I have a mom, stepdad, and a dad and a stepmom. And I love them all to death. I could not thank God and uh, for a better family. Um, it's, it's just amazing uh, the circumstances that he put me in growing up. And um, I went to a Christian school from second grade on up to my senior year. And that was also a big part of my life. I, I grew up with the same kids from second grade to my senior year, pretty much. And um, it was only, it was a very small Christian school. But by the age of 12 or 13, my grades really started slipping. And I was doing terrible in school. I was kind of, you know, I was hyperactive. I couldn't concentrate in school. And uh, my mom noticed what was going on. She noticed my grades slipping. So she took me to a doctor and I got diagnosed with ADD. I had ADD my whole life, I believe. And, but I didn't know what it was, obviously, until I got diagnosed with it. And let me tell you this. That has just kind of been a big part of my life, and it's been it's 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 hard dealing with ADD. Uh, ADD, for those of you who don't know what ADD is, um, you are very impulsive. Uh, you have very very hard time a very very hard time concentrating. Uh, sometimes you you get anxious, and ADD can cause anxiousness, depression, numerous things, and. Um, Throughout my life, I kind of, it was kind of a, I guess, a cripple to me, or it felt like one, and I felt like a weird kid. Uh, when I got diagnosed, I remember thinking, like, ah, I'm not a normal, I'm not a normal kid anymore, you know, I'm, I'm special, and I, I don't like it. I don't want to take my medicine, because I don't want to feel like a weird kid, and it was hard for me, and it grew on into my adult life, and, um... Well, moving on, uh, after high school, I went to a Christian college for a semester, ended up getting kind of burned, and I, um, you know, I, that it, it just didn't work out for me, and I got hurt uh, by certain people in that college, 
Um, I'm not going to go into that. But um, I moved back home, and it kind of caused me to drift apart from God. And um, that was kind of the first thing where it started drawing me away from God. Um, my plan was when I, when I was 16, I thought I got called to preach. But I didn't get saved till I was actually 18 in Bible college at a revival. Um, and Brother C.T. Townsend was preaching. He was a preacher that night, and he was preaching on hell. And I knew that if I didn't go up there and pray that night that, and accept Jesus into my heart and ask him to forgive me of my sins, I would go to hell that night if I died. And I didn't want that. And so all that happened, right? I ended up, that was the day that I truly changed my life and I got saved. I said the prayer numerous times before, but after all that happened, I ended up moving back to Kansas to, you know, moving back into home. And I started kind of hanging out with the wrong friends and um, smoking weed and drinking and experimenting with other little things here and there. And, but never, you know, doing hard drugs or anything like that. But then I made the impulsive decision of moving to Texas with, without any warning or um, any plans. I, I literally just up and left and moved to Texas. And uh, I lived in, with an aunt and uncle of mine for a while. And I tried to get back on my feet and do good. But uh, I ended up, you know, messing up again and again and I met my wife now and you know before me and my wife got married uh, we had a very very off and on relationship and it was tough for us and I would I would move from Texas to Kansas back to Texas again I even moved to Tennessee for a while and I kind of was just all over the place making impulsive decisions as I went and the farther I tried to run from things, the farther I got away from God, and the more messed up I got. I started getting into harder drugs. Um, I was homeless at one point. Um, I mean, it was a lot of crazy things that would happen. I was in certain situations where I thought I was gonna die. Um, I ended up going to jail, and uh, I was in jail for about 10 days. I was literally locked up with a guy that was uh, in, Aryan, in the Aryan Brotherhood, he had swastikas all over him. And um, I remember sleeping at night and it'd be three o'clock in the morning and he'd be standing over my bed looking at me at three o'clock in the morning. And I remember just, I wasn't scared, um, but I just remember thinking like, wow, like this is my life now. Uh, this, is, this is where I've ended up. You know, nowhere in my life did I think I was gonna end up in jail. Um, nowhere in my life did I think I was going to end up this messed up. Um, and throughout my whole life, I was, you know, I come from a very, very musical family and music was always a big part of my life. And I remember, um, that was like guitar and writing music was kind of my escape to, uh, my, from my ADD and my escape from the problems that was going on in my head. And, um, I couldn't concentrate on anything else and I, I had such learning disabilities and I had a hard time understanding people and I never really knew how to tell people that I, that I couldn't understand what they were saying or I couldn't, you know, I couldn't understand what I was reading. Um, I would constantly forget things and, and, but when it came to music, that was my escape. And, um, but I, I just remember, you know, sitting in jail and thinking like, you know, this is not where I thought my life was gonna be. I thought my music was gonna take me somewhere by now, 
or I thought, you know, at least I was going to be a worship pastor somewhere, but uh, I kind of felt alone and I felt like I had let God down and I had let my family down and I had, you know, everybody I loved, like, I, I mean, it was embarrassing. You know, a lot of people knew that I was in jail and, um, you know, even though it was for something I didn't do, it was still shameful being in that position because um, if they knew about all the other stuff that I had done previously, I, you know, I deserved to be there. So I kind of looked at it that way. And, um, you know, like I said, homeless, in jail, and, um, you know, I, was, I, I got diagnosed with depression on top of my ADD. And, you know, I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, like first my ADD and now depression. Really, God? Like you just have it out for me, huh? You just don't, like you want me to be messed up, right? And it just took me down an even darker path. Um, at, th- at this time, I believe me and my wife were married and we didn't have uh, kids yet. Um, we had two kids on the way and we ended up having two miscarriages um, at different points in time. And I remember just like getting so depressed to the point where I would literally walk down a street and when it came to a crossroad, I remember just not even looking left or right, just walking across that street, hoping that I got hit by a car. And that's kind of how I thought every day. And then on top of that, Um, I had multiple suicide attempts that I did. I mean, anything from popping pills, like to where I could literally feel the poison running through my body and not knowing how I didn't die waking up the next day. Um, And it was just, that's kind of where my life went. And that's kind of how my life was. I had no confidence in myself. And I just, I I just thought it couldn't get any worse. I I was literally fighting a battle within myself and the devil just had such a grip on my life and I was letting him win and I was taking my eyes off of God and off of Jesus and I was looking at everything that was going on around me and I just didn't want to live anymore. And I remember thinking and feeling that and it was such a hard time in my life. And one day, uh, God blessed us with my with my son, Derek. And... Um, after he was about five months old, I, I started getting a little bit better then. Um, but after he was about five years old, I got a call out of nowhere from my brother-in-law. And at this point, I was not going to church. I had quit, um, you know, doing drugs and, and, and drinking, really. I didn't, I would, you know, drink occasionally, but I wasn't doing anything near as bad as what I was doing before. My son kind of dug me out of a hole a little bit. And I was doing better. But I remember getting a call from my brother-in-law, AJ, and he just started asking me some random questions. And I hadn't talked to the guy in probably a year and a half or maybe even two years. We hadn't talked or spoke at all. And for those of you that know me, you know I don't have any social media or anything whatsoever. And so when he, he just started asking me, hey, James, like, you know, do you go to church right now? And I'm just like, no, I really don't go to church at all. You know, I haven't gone to church in forever, honestly. And for those of you who don't know, before I get into this story, my brother-in-law, he is a youth pastor over at Grace Community Church in Ohio. Tifton, I believe, right? Um, you can text me if I'm wrong, usually. But anyways, yeah, he was, he was asking me, 
if I went to church and I said, no, honestly, I'm not going to church right now. And then he asked me, well, have you ever thought about being a worship pastor somewhere? I'm like, dude, I just told you I'm not going to church. Like, what do you mean? Have I ever thought about being a worship pastor? He's like, well, he's like, that's not what I'm asking. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not asking like, you know, it doesn't matter if you're not going to church. I'm asking if you want to be a worship pastor, if you've ever thought about anything like that, or if that, you know, catches your interest. I told him, I was like, well, you know me, like, you know, I've always loved music and obviously like I would do anything to turn my life around and be able to, you know, do music for a living and, and also praise God at the same time. And he, and he said, well, our church is looking for a new worship pastor and we are willing to fly you over here so you can get, have a little audition so they can get to know you um, and you know, you can apply for the job and they're going to interview you. And my first thought was like, wow. Uh, I mean, did you not just listen to anything I just said? Why me? You know, that was my first thought. Like, why me? Like, why are you asking me this? Like, I've been so messed up for so long. Why are you asking me this? Long story short, I ended up going. I didn't get the job, which is, you know, I, obviously it wasn't God's will. Um, and it was a good time. Uh, I, it was an awesome church. I enjoyed the experience, but that initially pushed me to go to the church, uh, for me and my wife to go to the church that we go to now, which is Tree of Life Church. Shout out to Tree of Life. I love that church. Austin, Pflugerville, Texas, sorry. Um, and when we started going to that church, uh, I think we went a couple times, and that second time we went, I, I walked up to the worship pastor, Greg Barnes, shout out to Greg. Um, and I asked him, I said, Hey, do you guys need an acoustic guitar player or an extra singer or, or you know, or anything like I'm, I'm willing to help. Right. And he said, actually we do like our previously previous, uh, acoustic guitar player actually quit. And I said, well, that's, that's cool. Like, I mean, not that he quit, but I mean, it's cool that I'm here right now. You know, it's obviously God saying something. And he said, yeah, man, like, you know, come, come next week and play. And I was like, all right, cool. He didn't, even, he didn't even ask me to audition or anything. He just trusted that I could play guitar. And he told me to come the next Sunday, right? And I told him, I said, hey, um, just so you know, though, I, I, I really don't have a, a guitar I can use right now. Is there one that I can borrow from you guys and, and play? He said, yeah, yeah, we have one you can use. So I go there the next Sunday and I see this guitar up there and we play our worship set and I love the guitar the guitar was awesome and then we go into the kitchen and he tells me hey James like how do you like the guitar and I said you know what like this guitar is really nice like it plays so well he's like well that's good because it's yours and I was like man you gotta be kidding me like I don't deserve this that's the first thing I thought is I, I don't deserve this like and then the second thing, honestly, I thought was, I don't want to have to owe you anything. And, but honestly, that, that, I mean, I, I just, and he hit, the words came out of his mouth. He said, well, I went to Guitar Center and when I was in Guitar Center, God just told me to buy you a guitar. And I was like, wow, like I hadn't had a good guitar like that in so long. And that pushed me and mo motivated me to go to church every Sunday and play and keep playing and keep playing and get better and better and get uh, more and more involved in church. And 
you know, that was my life. And then, um, you know, throughout that period of time, of course, I had bouts of depression. It would try to come back in my life and try to take over my life again. And one day, um, it was just so, so weird because I was playing in church that Sunday. And to my knowledge, I wasn't making it obvious that I was going through a tough time or that I was dealing with depression. But I remember our pastor's wife, Cheryl, um, we got done singing a song, and before she started giving her little announcements that she does and praying, she turned around and she said, James, something tells me that in your, you know, in the past you felt useless and you felt stupid, and people have told you that you're stupid, people have told you that you're dumb before, and you don't have any confidence. And she said, God's going to change that. And I will never forget that day because I it just I could feel God's presence so much in my in, in that moment. It was crazy. I mean, I couldn't believe that she was saying that. I mean, it was just like holy crap! Like she she nailed it on the head. You know, she is saying exactly what I'm thinking right now and what I've always thought my whole life that I'm stupid and I'm useless. And you know, so here we are today. Um, I I have a wonderful wife. Um, I have a beautiful son, and now we have a beautiful six-month-old baby daughter. And I've always listened to podcasts, and I'm a you know I love podcasts. I listen to all kinds of podcasts, you know, true crime, everything. I listen to it, and I've always thought it'd kind of be cool to 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 do a podcast. So this is called the Narrow Path Podcast, and you know, hopefully we can. You know, we can. You guys can get to know me. Um, I'm still deciding whether or not uh, I want to have a co-host. I feel like it kind of makes things easier to talk about. Um, so, you know, this is my first episode. Sorry if it was rough, but this is my story, and I want to do a podcast because I want to talk about, like I said, what's going on in this world and how God sees this world, and I want to be able to help you guys and give you guys different insights. I mean, we welcome everybody. Anybody's um, can listen to this podcast and hopefully you guys just get something out of it. We will, we're going to cover some, some very, very, very tough topics and I will have interviews with other people and other people will be on this podcast with me talking and we will talk about, you know, whether it be abortion, whether it be, you know, politics, whether just numerous things we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about everything. We're going to tackle it. And then most importantly, we are going to see what God says about it, and we are going to see what is right. So like I said, welcome to the Narrow Path Podcast. I am James Weber, and thank you.